Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys have a wonderful Monday. As some of you guys know, I have a new YouTube, the Christian Bay TV, and our goal for the month of August was to hit 1,000 subscribers, and we are exactly 10 subscribers away from 1,000. Once we hit 1,000, I will be going live on YouTube because I know that there are some people who don't have a TikTok and they don't have an Instagram, but they do have access to YouTube. So by this time next week, I should be able to let you guys know what date I'm going to go live on YouTube. Next week's episode will be recorded in advance, but it will be up next week, Monday at 8 a.m. as well. As some of you guys know, I will be out of town next week for the Boss Summit in Orlando, Florida. So I will record it before I leave to go to the Boss Summit, and it will be up at 8 a.m. on Monday morning. And I'll let you guys know what day I will be going on YouTube live. So again, I just want to say thank you to you guys for subscribing and always supporting the Christian Bay Ministry. Speaking of YouTube, last week I posted a YouTube video and it talked about seasons, realizing what season you're in and trying to figure out how to navigate in that season, trying to figure out what is God saying in that season. And it aligns perfectly with the word that I'm going to share with you guys today, because what God was showing me was that a lot of people are in transition seasons right now. And the transitional season is a season where you're stepping out of the old, but you're trying to remember or recognize the lessons that you learned in that previous season so that you can step into the new. You realize that everything that you went through these past couple of months and everything that you went through these past couple of weeks, they weren't for waste or they didn't just happen just to happen. They were actually pruning you. They were actually molding you. They were actually preparing you for what God is calling you to in your next season. So that's what happens when you're in a season of transition. And with the word that God has given me today, he began to show me that with some people stepping into a new season, season, they don't know what to do to step into the new. They don't know how to activate the new. They don't know how to move to get this new thing that they're called to, to be released. So as you can see from the title, today's episode is titled A Touch From God. And if you are sowing today, you can put TFG, Touch From God, Seed, and you can send that to cash app, dollar sign, the Christian Bay, or PayPal, the Christian Bay at gmail.com. And I also have Zelle now, and it's the same email, the Christian Bay at gmail.com. So today we're coming from the book of Mark, and we're coming from the book of Mark, chapter five, and we're going to be focusing on verses 25 through 34. And in this chapter, it's talking about how Jesus just arrived to the town and he just got off the boat. And it says at verse 25, it says, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, If I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Verse 29 says, immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered. And yet you can ask who touched me? 
But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. Verse 34 says, he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. You guys already know the routine. You should already have your journals. And if you have your journals, I want you to write at the top a touch from God. And the first point that I want you to write down is people can't get you to purpose. What stood out to me first in reading this story is that it says that she had been to many doctors and had spent all she had, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. So what God showed me with this is that there's people that he's calling to next level. So he's calling you to the next level and he's calling you to step into the new and he's calling you to step into purpose. But the problem is you're trying to go to people around you to figure out how to do that thing. There's some issue that he has allowed you to have in your life and there's something that's tugging on you. There's some problem that he has created you to solve and instead of coming to him, you're trying to go to the people around you. You're trying to go to the people who you feel are qualified to help you solve this thing. So what she said was, I'm bleeding. I'm having an issue with my body. Let me go to doctors because you know doctors go to school for all these years and they have all of these knowledge, all this knowledge and all these certifications and degrees that gives them authority to be a doctor because they're supposed to be equipped with knowledge to know how to heal the body. So she felt like they were qualified and she also spent all of her money. So she thought that they would give her the solution to the problem that she had. And what she learned was that regardless of how many doctors she went to and how much money she spent, none of them were able to solve the problem that she had. And there's times in life where God will allow us to have problems and he will allow us try to, to try to figure out these problems on our own because he wants us to see that everybody that you think is qualified to help you can't help you with this. Everybody that you think has the answer actually doesn't. So I understand that you're having issues with your body and you think that your doctor or your doctor friend is the best person to go to. So I'm going to let you go to that person and I'm going to let you see that even they don't have the answer or the solution to get you over this problem. And I'm going to let you hit up your mom because I know she went to school for psychology and you think that she has the answer. I'm going to let you see that she doesn't even have the answer for this. And I'm going to let you call your friend who just got engaged and you think she has the answer for your love life. I'm going to let you hit her up so you can see that even she doesn't have the answer. I don't care how many degrees she has. I don't care how many textbooks she reads. I don't care how qualified you think this person is. People can't get you to destiny. That next season that's waiting on you, that healing that you're waiting on, that, that activation of power that you're trying to receive, that breakthrough, that clarity, that understanding that you're trying to receive, their people, the people that you're calling, the people that you're running to, they can't get you to the solution. They can't get you to purpose and God will allow you to try and figure it out your way. Yeah, do it your way. Call and hit them up. Call everybody that you want to call. It says she had been to many doctors, not one doctor. She was calling the best doctors in town. She had a list of doctors that she wanted to go to because she felt like if this one won't work, this one must work. And God allows us to do that in seasons because he wants us to see that people can't get you to purpose. And then it also says that she had spent all of her money because you know how we do when we have certain problems in our life. We think that we can throw our finances at our at 
this thing. You know, if the people can't fix it, maybe I can pay for it to be fixed. Maybe I can pay my way out of this problem. Maybe I can pay my way to purpose. I don't want to really put in the work. So let me just pay for some shortcuts. Let me just pay for a counselor that can maybe do it for me. And God says that she had went to many doctors and she had spent all of her money. And yet the problem was still there. Yet she still haven't overcome the thing that was placed in front of her. She still hasn't stepped into a new season because people can't get you to your purpose. Now, you may ask, what does purpose have to do with this problem that she had? It didn't sound like she was chasing after purpose. It sounded like she had an issue. It said she had been bleeding for 12 years. So what does that have to do with purpose? What some of you have to realize is that your purpose is directly connected to the problem that you experience in life. That problem is directly, directly connected to your purpose because you overcoming that thing is purpose. When you overcome that thing, that's going to be your testimony that God uses for you to reach and encourage other people so her problem was her bleeding for 12 years but that was also her purpose because when she gets to the other side of that thing when she solves that thing when she gets to the healing that she needs she's going to be a testimony of God's grace she's going to be a testimony of God's healing so I want you to think about that problem that you've been dealing with for years and I want you to think about that problem that keeps reoccurring in your life could that be your purpose so if you're taking notes, I want you to write down that people can't get you to purpose. And then the next note that I want you to write down is that God will allow you to exhaust all of your options. When we read the second half of verse 26, it literally says that yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. Because God wants us to see that if you're going to try to figure this purpose thing out on your own, you're actually going to make it worse than it's supposed to be. You're actually not going to have any progress. It's actually not going to get better because you're trying to do it your way. You can't get to my purpose by following your own plan. I gave you this purpose. I planned and ordered the steps for you. So if you try to do this thing your way, it's just going to get worse. You're actually making the problem worse. You're actually getting in the way of the plan that I had for you. It says she had went to many doctors. It said she has spent all of her money and instead of getting better everything got worse because God will allow us to exalt all of our options yeah try all the friends that you want to try until they're exhausted, until you have no more friends to try. You know what? Spend all, all the money that you want to spend because, you know, we think money can fix anything. So he has to let us try the people that we want to try. And then he has to let us spend the money that we want to spend until we finally get to our breaking point, until we finally hit rock bottom and see that God is the only option. So then when you continue to read, verse 27 was the verse that really spoke to me. Verse 27 says, but when she heard about Jesus... So I came to speak to you guys today and I came to ask you guys, have you heard? Have you heard about Jesus? Have you heard about the healer? Have you heard about the provider? Have you heard about our father? Have you heard about the man that we can do all things through? Have you heard about the man, the great I am? He, he's so good that he's whatever we need him to be. Have you heard about him? Because if you haven't heard about him, I'm here today to help you hear about him. Because that problem that you have in your life that you keep trying to solve for yourself, it's not going to happen, sis. It's not going to happen. And bro, you don't have the answers. You don't have the solution. And the people that you're thinking about, the psychics that swear they have the answers, the friends that claim they have the answers, your family members that think they know what's best for you, they don't have the answers. Your finances can't pay your way out of this. This problem that you have, the only answer is praying. You're going to have to get on your knees and pray your way out of this. I came to ask you today, have you heard about Jesus? Verse 27 says, when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought 
because she thought. So I came today to challenge your thoughts. It says, because she thought if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. So today I come against your thoughts. I come against your way of thinking. I come against the way you process things. I come against the way you're viewing situations that's happening to you. I come against the way that you're seeing this season of your life. I come against it. If you're going to step into the new, your mind is going to have to change too. The way that you think is going to have to change too. The way that you process things is going to have to change too. You can't take that old mindset into a new season. It says because she thought if I could just touch his clothes, I can get healed. So her thought changed her life because when you continue to read it says that immediately verse 29 the very next the very next sentence the very next verse it says because she thought if I just touch his clothes I will be healed immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering it didn't even tell us how she touched him at what second she touched him it just says that she had the thought and immediately so yes she touched him because she moved on that new thought that she had that thought caused a new action which changed her life and activated healing so I come against your thoughts today and I want you to challenge yourself and ask yourself how am I thinking am I thinking thoughts of failure am I thinking thoughts that's gonna hold me back am I thinking thoughts that I can't succeed am I thinking thoughts that don't lead up to my faith are my thoughts faith-filled are my thoughts centered around the word of God are my thoughts aligning with that thing that God is calling me to are my thoughts going to activate any level of change in my life or are my thoughts actually holding me back into bondage are my thoughts the reason why I haven't stepped into a new season I come against your thoughts today I want to force you to sit down and think about what you're thinking. I want to ask you to figure out what are your thoughts filter in? Do they have more faith or do they have more failure? Do they activate a faith in your life or do they activate thoughts of failure and thoughts of what if and thoughts of how am I going to do this and thoughts of I need more money or I need more people, more connections to get me to this next level. What is your faith or what are your thoughts grounded in? Is your faith in your mind or is your failure taking over your thoughts? It says that she thought and immediately she was healed. So I come against your way of thinking. And I want you guys to really let this process in your mind because a thought isn't just a thought. You have to be intentional with the things that you're thinking. You need to take the appropriate steps to filter and to make your thoughts align with the word of God. No, my mind is not just going to run wild and do whatever it wants to do. I'm going to control my thoughts. And if my thoughts do not align with the word of God, I'm going to combat those thoughts with the word of God. When I begin to think thoughts of failure, I'm going to remind my thoughts that I am the head and not the tail. I'm going to remind my thoughts that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We just let our thoughts run wild and have their way because we don't realize the power in our thoughts. It says that she thought if I can just touch his clothes, I can be healed and immediately her bleeding stopped. It said immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from suffering. Verse 30 said at once Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. So God, are you saying that the thoughts in my mind can activate power in my body? Is, is that what you're telling me? That if I can just think it, I can have this power? If I can just think it, I can have this healing? If I can just think it, I can activate new levels of life? If I can just think it, I can step into purpose? Is that what you're telling me? That all it takes is a thought to shift my season? All it takes is a thought to push me into breakthrough? Is that what you're telling me? It says that he turned around in the crowd and he asked, who touched my clothes? 
So are you telling me that she didn't even touch him? She just touched something that was on him. So are you telling me that if I just get close enough to Jesus, if I just tap into your presence close enough, if I just spend more time in my word, if I just spend more time in worship and be intentional with getting closer to you, that I can activate the next level of purpose, that I can pull out power from you just from having the thought that I need to get closer to God. I need to spend more time in God's word. I need to press into God's presence. She didn't even touch him. She just touched his clothes. She just got so close to him that power left him and entered her. And what did that come from? That coming from her thought. Her thought led to her moving closer. So I want you to challenge your thoughts today. And I want you to make your thoughts think about getting closer to God. What do you need to do every day to get closer to him? To spend more time in his presence. Even if you can't touch him, there's power in just being in his presence. She just touched what was on him and there was a transfer of power. So can you get closer to God? Can you do more reading of the word? Can you do more listening to worship? Can you do more fasting? Can you do more praying throughout the day? Because all it takes is you getting closer to his presence to get some power. And that power is what's going to release your healing. That power is what's going to help you tap into the next level of purpose. That power is what's going to pull out that breakthrough that you have been promised. That prosperity that God has promised you. That plan that you've been working on for months. All it's going to take is you getting close enough to him to touch his presence to get that power even if you can't touch him can you just press in can you just tap in can you just get in his presence and that power will be released but what stood out to me the most was what the disciples said next verse 31 says you see the people crowding against you his disciples answered and yet you can ask who touched me because the difference between the disciples and Jesus is that the disciples saw a crowd of people around him. So they were wondering, if you have a crowd of people around you, that means that all of these people are touching you. So why are you asking? How can you even fix your mouth to say, who touched me? Everybody touched you because it's a crowd of people around you. But the difference between what the disciples saw and what Jesus felt was that even though there was a crowd of people around him, he felt the faith of that woman that was had the issue of blood. Her faith is the only faith that activated power that left his body. So what that means is that there can be a crowd of people that claim they love God. There can be a crowd of people that have God first in their bio. There can be a crowd of people that claim that they're praying and claim that they're fasting and claim that they're really chasing after God, but somebody's faith will hit different. A person that really has faith will stand out. A person that's really living this life will stand out. A person that really believes that they can be healed will stand out. So that means that you don't want to be a part of the crowd. It was a crowd of people touching on him, but her faith caused her to stand out because her faith actually activated some power. So I want to ask you today, do you have in the crowd faith or do you have woman of blood faith? Do you have, I've been dealing with this for 12 years faith. Do you have, I've exhausted all of my options faith. Do you have, I'm all out of money faith. Do you have, you are my last resort faith. Do you have God? I don't know what else to do faith. Or are you just one of the people in the crowd touching him, but not activating any power touching him, but not experiencing any healing, touching him, but not making it to the next season. What type of faith are you walking around with? Because her faith caused her to stand out in a crowd that was already touching him. Jesus said, who touched me? Somebody touched my clothes and it took power from my body. Her thought, which was triggered by her faith, activated a 
power that stood out among the crowd. So I want to ask you today, do you have faith that stands out from the crowd or are you just blending in? Are you just going through life like everybody else? Does your faith just look like everybody else's faith? Are you just another person that's claiming you praying but not really believing? Are you just another person that's claiming you fasting but you don't really believe that God can do this thing? Is your doubt drowning out your faith like everybody else? Are you just a number in the crowd or is your faith going ahead of you? Is your faith big enough and bold enough where Jesus can say, who touched me? Because somebody got some faith in here that touched me and pulled power out of me. They didn't even touch me. They just touched my clothes. But because their faith is so big, power left my body. Who touched me? I know I'm in a crowd of people touching me, but somebody in this crowd, faith hit different. Somebody in this crowd, faith is stronger. Who touched me? Verse 32 says, but Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Cause I hear what y'all saying about the crowd, but it's somebody in this crowd who got some real faith. It's somebody in this crowd who faith moved on their behalf and took power out of me. Their faith made my power move. Their faith made healing come forth. That come forth. Their faith made purpose be activated. Who touched me? It's somebody in this crowd who's different. I don't care that it's a bunch of people. I need to find that one. Verse 32 says, but Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it then the woman knowing what had happened to her came and fell at his feet trembling with fear told him the whole truth he said to her daughter your faith has healed you go in peace and be freed from your suffering he didn't say it was her works that healed her he didn't say you touching me healed me because healed you because guess what it was a bunch of people in the crowd that was touching him it's a bunch of people that's praying it's a bunch of people that's fasting it's a bunch of people claiming that they're living their life according to the word of god it's a bunch of people claiming that they're chasing god they want to be in his presence there are a bunch of people that's surrounding him it's a bunch of people that's after him but her faith stood out amongst all of them because it's faith and it's impossible to please God without faith. It's faith that activates purpose. It's faith that gets you to the next level. It's faith that pulls down your healing. It's faith that gets you to prosperity. It's faith that leads you to that breakthrough. It's not just what you do. You praying and fasting isn't enough if your faith isn't there to meet to match it. You going going to church isn't enough if your faith isn't there to match it. You you have to believe this thing. You have to be sold out with this thing. So it wasn't her works or her efforts. It wasn't the fact that she was there. It wasn't the fact that she was touching him it was the fact that she believed if I can just get a touch of God then I can be healed I have faith in that and my faith is so big that now I'm going to do the works I'm going to press into his presence I'm going to get closer to him because my faith is big enough to believe that if I can just get a touch from God then I can be healed so I want you to know that if we're putting it on a scale between works and faith faith is going to outweigh it any day so are you putting your works before your faith or, or do you really understand how powerful powerful your faith is do you understand that with a thought of faith you can pull power from God that power that can change your life she had been dealing with this for 12 years she had went to all the doctors the best doctors in town all the doctors that were highly recommended she had went to them and she had spent all of her money on the drugs and the prescriptions and whatever was needed to quote unquote stop this thing to the point where she thought my faith cannot fail me my faith is what's going to activate the change my faith is what's going to get the power to put healing in my body and help me get to the next level of purpose it was not her works it was not the fact that she was there because everybody was there it was her faith her faith did it her thought did it that one thought that if I could just get a touch from God that one thought that triggered her faith that's what activated her healing that's what pushed her into purpose 
So I want to challenge you guys today to challenge your thoughts. I want to challenge you guys today to think thoughts of faith. And then after you think thoughts of faith, I want to challenge you to do the works. Do the works, but allow your faith to be bigger than anything else because you don't want to just be another person in the crowd that's doing the works, but your faith not matching up. So today we're going to sow the a touch from God seed, the TFG seed, because today we understand that our thoughts are way bigger than what we do. We have to first believe. We have to first have faith that if I could just get a touch from God, if I can just get in God's presence, if I can just tap in close enough to him, then there's no limits to the things that I can do in life. There's no limits to the places that I can go. There's no limits to the favor that he will release in me, the healing that he will release in my body, the shift that he will cause in this season, the breakthrough that he will cause in my family, the favor that he will release on my business, the favor that he will give me in school. There's no limits to it. If my thoughts are rooted in my faith, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So we're sowing the TFG seed, the touch from God seed, and we're going to allow our faith to go ahead of us because we're not just another person in the crowd. We're Christian based and our faith will make us stand out amongst a group of people. Jesus will be looking for us. Jesus will say, who touched me? It was me. It was me, the one with big faith. It was me, the one that believed that I can do all things through you. It was me, the one that believed there's no limits to what you'll do for me. It was me. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to even tap into your presence, God. I pray that every person listening to this podcast is increased with a double portion of faith, Father God. I pray that they understand the power in having faith. I pray that they use their faith to step out and to boldly chase after you, Father God. Boldly claim the things that you have promised them in this season, Father God. Boldly call down your promises, Father God, and not be discouraged by the things that's in front of them. Not waver because of the problems father god but understands that there's no limit of what can be done when we have faith in you father god not just in our circumstances not just in the opinions of other and not what we see father god but faith in you and what comes with being in your presence the power that's released from getting close to you father god so i pray that each and every person on here is inspired and encouraged to spend time tapping into your presence and not just tapping into your presence to be around you father god but actually carrying a faith that does doesn't even make sense in the eyes of other, but makes perfect sense in your eyes, Father God. We want to live in a way that's pleasing to you. We want to activate power that doesn't even, that the human mind doesn't even understand, Father God. We want to get so close to you that we can touch anything that's on you, that we can touch you and you'll say, who touched me, Father God? We want to be the ones that stand out in the crowd. And I pray that you give us the obedience and the discipline to train our mind to think words of faith that will allow us to live in this way. Father God, we love you and we will forever praise your name. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. If you are sowing the touch from God TFG seed, you can sow it at Zelle or PayPal, the Christian Bay at gmail.com or cash app dollar sign, the Christian Bay. I love you guys. I pray that you guys have a wonderful Monday and remember to let your faith outweigh anything in your life. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore. Also subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Christian Bay TV. And I want to see you guys on Wednesday for a Bible study, Bay Bible study, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Instagram Live and Faith Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time this Friday. Also, I will be having a blowout sale on thechristianbay.com, which will start tonight at midnight. So make sure you guys tune into that and make sure you guys have a wonderful day. 
day. I love you guys and I'll talk to you later. Bye.